1: live. Good evening. It is Monday, July 20th, 2015. We're past the halfway point uh, of the year 2015. And um, we're here tonight to talk again. My name is Michael Clark. I better say that first. And I'm not afraid to give my name. Uh, we're here to talk again about the only true, totally impenetrable asset protection program anywhere in the world. There's nothing that competes with it. And um, uh, we're very proud of that fact. We've helped a lot of people uh, save their lunch um, with this program. And tonight we're going to be talking, my talking points is about some of the changes that are are happening in the U.S. and Canada. And first I want to talk about the UCC lien. Um, The UCC lien has been... Shut down and it may be temporary. I called them tonight and talked with the one fellow I've got to call tomorrow during business hours to get the address for the uh, where you can still file the lien. Before it shut down, it did say it was going to be shutting down, and you can either bring your lien in in person or you can mail it in. So they didn't give an address though. So I asked him what the address was. He didn't have that information. He actually works for a software company. And the, uh, it, it was beyond the uh, when I called, it was beyond the time frame uh, for the office being opened in Washington. So I will call there tomorrow. They're open from 8:30 to 3 uh, Eastern time. And um, I'll call there tomorrow and find out just what the status is. He said it may be they may be just in a transition phase. It's, even if they are, the, the, the wonderful thing about the STS program guys, as I tell you all the time, it's a living, uh, evolving document it's part of your life um, you don't want to be driving around in a model T ten years from now and not have any of the bells and whistles and the upgrades that are that you should have and we're constantly upgrading and making changes as we have to to the program to keep it a viable powerful entity um, that can help you through any situation regarding your your assets okay so um, if it is a um if it is in a transition transition phase fine we'll find out and find out what the changes are going to be made but if it's not and for right now in the u s it's no big deal you still have to file locally and if you've got your program you can you can um you can do your program and um, um you 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 go to your c d and if you, if you scroll down, or if, when, you, when you open the CD, put the CD in your computer, and it will come up, uh, UCC, your trust one, and, and it will come up with the EIN numbers as well. Not EIN, UCC um, blank, UCC um, example, UCC one example, UCC one blank, UCC three example, and UCC three blank. So you just, uh, I would just open up um, UCC1 example, print it out so you've got it right there in front of you, and you can look at it as you're, as you're filling out, completing the, the um, UCC blank lien. And, guys, it's not a hard thing to do. You put it in the top box, and you, you never have to put a name as the filer. You never have to sign it or get it notarized or anything. And it says that right at the top, at the top box, it says name of filer or something to that effect. And as you'll see in parentheses, it says optional. You don't have to put your name on it. It's nobody's business who's filing that lien on behalf of your trust too. Up there, you put the, um, you put the address or you put the name of your trust too, and then you put the address of our address, and it should be on there already, Uh, 128 Southeast Street, uh, Unit 565, Crown Point, Indiana, 46308. So you put that in the very top box. And below that, then, your next uh, objective is to complete the debtor or debtor's um, phase. So right below that, it says Debtor 1. You put in the name. I think it starts with the last name first. I don't have a page right in front of me last name first um, uh... and then you put in the um, first name and middle initial and any uh... surname you may uh, not surname but any uh, junior the second whatever it might be um, and you put that in there and you put your address now we put the name as i mentioned of our, ours up at the top um, on the ucc lien and you're gonna put your email address in there so that it'll come to you but because uh, we, or you don't even have to do that. They, when you go to the county courthouse, you go to the, you go to the records, um, county records department. And this is where you file it. You fill out the lien. If there is a, a debtor, too, which would be your spouse or another contractor, your, your significant other, whatever it would be, you fill out their information as well. And then down below, it says secured. Below that, it says secured party. And below that, and you fill in the name again. a press two, and the address, one twenty eight Southeast East Street, uh, Crown Point, Indiana, and you um, uh, then go down to collateral, and and the lien already has the collateral uh, filled in for you. Okay, you 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 just copy and paste. No, it's already got that in there. The only thing you have to do is put in that where it says uh, address of. Prop of real property. You delete all that city, state, zip, da 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 da, and you you type in your address, uh, the address of the property rather, and then you um, uh, it says legal description. You you delete legal description there. You, it says legal description, but whatever is past that. So you you type in the legal description. This is not the parameters of the product prod, uh, property or anything like that legal description will be the uh, in some of the older counties a lot of this you can do right online but but a lot of the older counties it still has plat book and page it'll say plat book and then give a number or pb or it'll say page or pg and give a number behind each one of those and you put that in there okay and you then it would be in the county of uh in, in the county in jefferson county or whatever it might be and um uh in uh, property located in Jefferson County and in the state, state of Texas or whatever it could be. So that's what that's all you have to do. And you take that down to the uh to the county recorder's office and you hand it to one of the clerks there and um just hand it to them and, and uh, I just start a little conversation to take their to take their um, um take their their mind off of what I just gave them, you know, like, uh, so you're having a busy day or an easy day or a busy day, something like that, and it only takes a few minutes, and you might want to ask them also, I'd like a certified copy, I think for $2 more or something, you can walk out of there with a certified copy of the UCC lien that's been stamped and it's got a number on it, and uh, once you get that and get it home, scan it into your files for your program, and send us a copy of that file. So we've got it for your records in case we have to respond with an attack letter um, for you. Okay? So that's all you do in the U.S. You have to go now to the county recorder's office. You don't really need – that's more that's actually a more powerful uh, – a better lien than the one in Washington, D.C. The one in Washington, D.C. was just more convenient. But look at your state first. Go to Secretary of State. Google your Secretary of your state. And um, – uh, see a lot of time most of the states now i think you can file right on online and it may be a little bit different but you know what you've got to do trust the name of your trust too is the is the name of the entity that the secured party that will be filing the lien and you will be the debtors or you and your spouse okay so now that's in the US and you it's just as good as if you filed in Washington DC we'll get the information again in Washington if there is one at least the address that if you want to file one in in uh, In Washington, you can fill out the uh, application and and mail it to wash mail a copy of it to Washington as well and you'll get a different uh, you'll get a new receipt from Washington, but it's not really necessary uh, in Canada, now that the UCC out of Washington isn't available, we have to make a couple changes for right now until we can get that up and running or they get their their website up and running or they uh, again for the UCC lien and that's kind of what the fellow told me was going to happen. They're just kind of in a transition period. They're making some changes. We'll find out. But what you've got to do in Canada now, you've got to rely on the PPSA. Not quite as powerful as the, as the um, uh, UCC lien. However, it is still a powerful lien. Now, they won't take real property, so you don't have to be concerned right now about transferring your actual transferring the legal title of your residence into the trust. You don't have to be concerned about that. Leave it in your name. But what we want to protect is the equity of your personal residence, okay, and any other real property you may own. We want to protect the equity. So you fill fill out Schedule B1, a Schedule B1 for each piece of property that you own, real property, whether it's your residence, whether it's rental property, whether it's investment real property, whatever it may be, a summer home. You fill out an easy PPSA. We've got the link to that, and a lot of people in Canada have used that and just said how easy it was, how cheap it was. So, guys, you can file quickly a, a PPSA lien in Canada. Just you can't use, you can't put your trust, or excuse me, your your residence or your other real property in. That was the one advantage of the UCC lien. You could get everything locked up, and it's still better to have. <laughs> We can get Washington up and running again or get, find out what their, what their protocol is. We, it's still better to have both of them on there, man, because no government's going to want to attack both of those. So um, uh, you file the PPSA lien. You, you file the Schedule B-1. Uh, make note of that in the PPSA lien where it wants to know what the collateral, what the assets are that are in there. You can use basically the same um collateral box that we use uh, all personal property including but not limited to and blah, 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 blah. checking accounts, savings accounts uh, uh, via, uh, all these different things okay um, um, so that would be the only change right now you still got a lien but here's the key to it my friends in Canada the key is still the same as it always has been priority position if you can't get your, you've got to get yourself in priority position and that doesn't mean that somebody hasn't already filed an action against you okay all that means is they haven't filed a lien yet um, involving your personal property they haven't done that so you can get your program started you can get the PPSA lien filed and you're still in priority position and it will be filed as per your trust one being the secured party. That way, that puts it in my hands. So if if anybody can, I can send them a letter then, even if somebody's already attacked you. And here's the point, and I, and I've, uh, I've, I haven't had an attorney be able to, to re, rebut this yet. When people ask me um, or, or tell me, well, hey, hey we're the cra and we've got a judgment against that per- or we've got a we've got an action going against that person um and my question to them is do you have a um, do you have a um, judgment have you got a, a legal judgment Well, no well then you really don't have anything except an action that's all and we have a lien now because the property was or the, the assets were transferred Uh, prior to you really getting a judgment against it. If they don't have any lien on you guys, you have the right to protect your assets. This is U.S. and Canada. You've got the right to protect... Hey, Nate, how are you? You've got the right um, to file a lien to protect your assets, to do whatever you want with your assets. And that's where the pure trust comes in and is linked to. It's not just strictly a, a contract. It's a contract... On steroids, okay, a contract on steroids because it's it's not only got a number of of things that um, must be done, components, but it's also linked that that power links it to the Constitution of the United States. And don't let any lawyer or anybody else in Canada tell you that well, contract law in, in Canada is not quite the same as is in you um, in the United States. You know what I've asked them when I've heard that? Why? And you can do the same thing. Anytime somebody makes a statement to you and it's against what you've heard on this call, just simply have the guts to ask them why. You're not confrontational. You're just asking them why. Well, 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 well. You know, that's my best Bill Clinton um, voice. Anyway, um, somebody's saying there's a lot of noise on the call. Um You may have to hang up and dial back in if that's the case. We've had it happen before to certain people because of their area, because I think um, is everybody having a lot of noise on the call? If there is, I'll I'll, uh, Washington Web. I have no idea how long the Washington Web will be down. Um, All I I know is what I told you. I'll know more tomorrow when I call their, um, yeah, okay, that's guest 38, and that's uh, Jeanette. So we've we've got a couple people with noise. Sometimes it happens to calls with people in various areas, and they've had to just uh, hang up um, and dial back in again. Um, see there, I guess thirty nine. My call is clear. Uh, I think the majority of just hang up, dial right back in again. You'll join the call immediately, and it's being recorded. So if you, you're not going to miss anything too important in just a couple minutes here, and, and it's cleared it up for the most part. Um, okay. Okay, so we've got a few people that are having some problems. The static on the computer audio comes and goes. Okay, Okay, that's enough. I got it. All right, guys. So anyway, in Canada, um, the PPSA will work. Get it taken care of ASAP if you haven't done it yet. I'm always amazed at how many people, Mike. I just got a notice from, okay, send me a copy of your UCC lien or your PPSA lien. Um, Well, I haven't really filed it yet. Come on. You spent good money to be protected. I can't protect you if you don't follow the rules. But every 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 rule we've got here, guys, is there for a reason. Okay. So anyway, get your get your um, get your program or get your lien started. Get it put together. So that's about the UCC. I will next Monday. I will have uh, hopefully more information. I will have more information because I'm calling the, the, the UCC office in Washington tomorrow morning, and. Um, Um, so I'll have more information on it, but at least between now and then, don't just sit and pout. Make sure your PPSA is filed, and you send us a copy. Send us a copy, so if you are attacked, we can uh, um, absolutely, Chappie, that's why Chappie's my man. He gets the big bucks. The number one enemy for success in anything, guys, is procrastination, and I don't know how many of you saw it, but there was a, a thing with John Stossel over the weekend, and I recorded it as soon as I saw it starting because it had um, Steve Wynn on there. And it had the guy that turned. Um, and Steve Wynn not only started with nothing. His, when his father died and he was in college, he, his, his bingo parlors were $350,000 in the hole. And it's, just, it was, it's phenomenal to listen to successful people. And, and if any of you heard that, it is absolutely great. Um, you might be able to find it on, if you go to um, foxnews.com or something or, and, and um, search for Stossel, S-T-O-S-S-E-L, and uh, it, might, it may be in the archives there. They may have it saved so that you can listen to it. It's an absolutely wonderful. It's got four or five people that they had no more chance of becoming extremely successful than you and I. That everybody's, everybody's degree of success is different. So, um, anyway... I have a use, we, if we have a UCC with Washington, is it still valid? Yes, it is okay and um, yeah, the UCC lien is valid no matter where they, uh, they just they're just not allowing they're just not allowing the public for right now, whether they're reforming their website or whatever, to file new liens on there okay um, okay, now I want to talk about say in the same context uh, Canadian corporations instead of LLCs, and I'm still waiting for Mr. Gilmore. Uh, and finally, I texted him yesterday and said, hey, I'll buy you a ticket to Chicago, and you can meet with Bill and I, and possibly if Lawrence wants to come in, I'll, I'll bring him up, too. And um, um, Okay, I'll get to your questions in a minute. Let me finish my talking points first, okay? You keep typing them in, and I'll go back to them, but I want to finish my talking points right now. Um, the LLC is just as just as legal and viable in Canada as it is in the U.S. It's just that most people up in Canada don't know how to use it. Where we use it on an everyday basis, it's much better, much more flexible than a uh, corporation. It's got a lot of benefits over a corporation, which is why it was created. Um, but it's much easier for you in Canada. I'm, I found out, and, and Ed Gilmore and a lot of the other people, Lawrence and a lot of the others, and Diana and... and um, Um, Sylvia and a bunch of them, and and, uh, we've all come to the conclusion that people just don't know about it, and as a result, they want to just say, well, I can't do that. And just like the banks, the banks really don't know that much about FATCA. They've just put a form together. And let me mention about FATCA before I go on into the corporation, um, how how we're going to be changing it. I've said it to many people. I've said it the uh, the week before last when you go to the bank and they you take your living trust document that shows it was created and it is domiciled out of Canada it's got your address right on there and if they ask you any then your question to them give them a, give them a copy of the documents to keep you don't have to give them a copy of the EIN just give them a copy of the trust documents the living trust documents and then you say to them now what do i have to sign on your behalf now that it's a, Canadian, it's a Canadian document, you tell me what you want me to do, and they'll tell you a W-8, and, and I've looked at it, and I sent it back to just a couple little places. Is it a Canadian document? Yes. Entity? Yes. And a couple little things in there, but let them tell you. I'm, I don't want to tell you and get you messed up with that bank. That banker, it's his job to help you open that account. It's not my job. It's not your job. It's his job or her job, whatever it might be. Just say here, here's the trust, what do I have to fill out on the W-8? It's not a U.S. document entity, so you don't have to do a W-9. It's domiciled in Canada, remember that, okay? And that's the problem with a lot of people that get their documents and they don't come on these calls. Even now, more and more, I'm telling people, um, good question to give you a to give you a good detailed answer. I can't do that in an email, it would take me, I'd be writing a writing a novel. Um, So I will talk about your question on Monday's call. Listen in. That's what I tell people now because I can give you a much better answer. So when it comes to fact opening a bank account for trust one, guys, just go ahead, take the living trust document in. It is domiciled out of Canada. It's got your Canadian address on it. And you tell them to, what do I do now with the W-8? You tell me what to do. There's only like two places you got to check, and then you sign it at the bottom. You sign it, your name, comma, um, uh, trustee. Your name, comma, trustee. Okay? So, now to get back to the corporations. We are going to be quickly, as soon as uh, Ed, Ed Gilmore can give me the uh, final way he wants it done, and I've been waiting, um, instead of LLCs, we're going to create the STS program in Canada with uh, a Canadian corporation, numbered provincial corporation. uh... We will—we've got the company now that will set them up in every province. We'll have them set up for you, and we'll get the BIN number for you. Um, but this may still be—I thought we'd have it done by now. But I—I I can't do it on my own because I don't know—I um, um, don't know anything about um, uh, getting. Uh, what exactly how the taxes are going to be? Okay, now I'll, I'll talk about that next. But we've got we've got a good idea, guys. But I don't want to give any wrong information out. Um, so that's what we're going to do. Will it costs a little more money. Yes, it will because Canadian corporations are more expensive than a uh, than an LLC. And um, um, we will get that done for you. And even Ed Gilmore mentioned at the last Toronto seminar. He said, guys, you would pay twenty five thousand or more a minimum of 25000 to have an attorney set you up a program similar to this, but it, there's nothing they can set you up with that will compare to this. They're all, they're all able to be pierced because you will be the owner. You'll be the corporate uh, shareholder. You'll be the shareholder of the corporation. Um, we don't want anything linked to your name. If they try to set you up with a trust, they can't use a, a contract trust. Nobody can. Uh, we've got that locked in. And um, so anyway, guys, that's, and the taxes, we know this here. People say, well, how can I, I can't, um. I was in a conversation with a fellow at the seminar in British Columbia, and he said, well, you can't do that because of uh, when you transfer assets, you, you've got a tax um, burden. No, you don't. Um, we've taken care of that. We know what's going to have to be done. <clears throat> when you transfer your house, for example, to a um, corporation, corporation will take over ownership or the trust, and um, at that point, um, but for right now, we want to just protect, uh, we just want to get it done. So let's say you bought your house, your, your cost basis was $100,000, and, and ah, that's a bad example because I know you don't have capital gains in, on, your, on your residence. But let's say you've got other property that you're selling and you do have capital gains. You bought the property for 100000 and now it's worth 200000 If you transferred it directly into the trust, the problem that we had to solve when I met with, uh, Bill and I met with Ed Gilmore in Buffalo, the problem was that if you transferred in there, you would have a $100,000 capital gain situation, and I don't know exactly, I don't remember what the percentage was. That might be twenty or $30,000 you would have to come up with. Well, uh, it, between Ed and Bill, they resolved that issue by Ed simply, uh, Bill mentioned about transferring it at uh, cost basis, and Ed said, yes, you can do that. That's the way to go. Um, so we resolved that touchy issue, and that was really the only issue to deal with. Any assets that are transferred into the trust from you as the individual, even appreciated assets, they will transfer in at, at cost basis, which means that there was, there is no capital gain. Now, if the trust should ever, that owns those, or the, corp, or the corporation, whatever, whoever owns those assets, um, and they sell them, and there would be an appreciation at that point, and then the trust or the LL, well, not the LL, uh, not the corporation, the trust or the corporation will pay the taxes at that time. But you'll be able to – see, in the U.S., we don't have that problem. You can transfer all of your assets, personal assets, into a trust, and there's no tax obligation. And later, same thing, the, 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 end, the end results are the same, because if later if the trust or the LLC or the corp, corp, um, provincial corporation sells the assets, then it is responsible to pay the taxes. And that just basically solved every problem. The only real problem initially was how to transfer assets into the trust without having to pay thousands of dollars in taxes. And and then as you do that, you'll have uh, you're living your life as a business. Your assets are now in a business mode, which means you'll have deductions. Your house can be depreciated. Uh, it goes in when it, once it goes into the trust, it can be. It's a business that owns it now, so it can be depreciated. You'll you'll rent the house out uh, at, at a not a top amount unless you're a real dummy. Oh, I can't say dummy, can I? Because McCain called all the people that follow Donald Trump dummies, and Donald kind of got back at him. And uh, anyway, the uh, the uh, um, that's the way we're going to handle it. And, and again, as quick as I can get Ed to Chicago, I'm going to I'm going to um, I'm gonna work with him, and we're going to resolve this once and for. I'm telling you. I've never worked with a guy call him the Wizard of Oz. I've never worked with a fellow that that I don't even know how to say it. He just bounces around, and it's hard to get it. We had a two-hour window for a meeting in Toronto, and uh, prior to the seminar, and he showed up an hour and a half late. Well, that didn't give us much time to to resign. I'm not I'm not being negative about Ed. I know he's busy, and I know he's got things to do as well and a lot of you are counting on him now to help you with your tax issues. And we're about to set up a contract between his company and MPG so that we get this all all uh, resolved once and for all and then it'll just be a true uh, smooth transition every time somebody starts an SDS program. moves it? Now, we're going to start if you if you want to, until we get this done, you want your assets protected because something can happen instantly and without warning that all of a sudden we won't be able to protect you guys. And um, so you want to get your STS program set up. And um, uh, even if it's an LLC, don't hesitate to start your program. You need the LLC as well. I mean, the LLC can protect your assets instantly. You've got instant protection. Nobody nobody owes, if you have currency, if you have investments, if you have whatever you've got, specifically those two, because we've got I would say at least every two months, we've got uh, um, a program, an investment program that funds. And we're, a, lot of pe- a lot of people, including myself, are still waiting for the currencies, some of the currencies to, to revalue. So um, anyway, that's, that's what we've got. Now, you've got, if you've got um, gems, if you've got um, precious metals, whatever you've got is an investment. You need to protect it. If you don't, it's in your name. If the CRA comes after you, Bingo. They're going to be able to, if, if they if they know what they're doing. They would be able to file a lien on that instantly. You've got to get your program started because once there's somebody that's got a lien, that takes us, that takes the, that diminishes the power of the STS program. Like a mortgage lien, they've only got it on their mortgage. They don't have it on the rest of your assets. But CRA or or a judgment against you for a car accident or a business failure or something, guys. That, that locks us kind of out of the picture, and we can't help you. We've probably got 150 to 200 people over the last six years that I've had to say, hey, sorry, can't help you. I'd love to help you, but we can't. You procrastinated or you didn't know about the program or whatever. And, and in most cases, it was procrastination. They knew about the program, and they put it off. And, guys, well, let's see. That's pretty much, that's pretty much it with the taxes and the Canadian corporations and the UCC liens. I will have the information for you next week. I may even send it out in an email if I get it, and it's pretty relevant. Uh, I'll send it out in an email um, uh, when I get the information to everybody, so everybody that's on the list. And as Chappie said, um, don't, um, don't um, if you have a, ah, what did Chappie say? Oh okay, God! I looked away and I forgot what I was going to say. So with that, I'm going to get to the um, to the questions now on the computer first, and then we've got some good questions on the um, on the um, emails. So I'm going to go there. Let's see. Let me go back here. Where are we at here? Um, number one enemy is procrastination. Guess 39 had an experience with IRS that no one would want. They ask about every bank account I own. Never brought up anything about STS um, that every bank, let's see, that no one would want. Well, that's good. If they didn't ask about any of your STS programs and you don't own the LLC account or the trust account, so you legally have no right to even mention those. Guys, you have no legal right to mention anything about the STS program. You signed, you signed an oath of um, the thing where you can't talk about it—I forget—it's I forget. like a non-disclosure. But anyway, you signed that, and it's a private contract, and that is very valid. Um, so you don't have to sign; you don't have to do anything with them. Let them—if they want it that bad—let them subpoena your records. And even even then, they could they could get the records of the of the uh, STS. But they're not going to want to go through that hassle because they're going to want to find somebody that isn't protected and somebody that's an easier target. I can almost guarantee that. Okay. If we have a UCC with Washington, is it still valid? Yes, it is. Just can't do it online right now. You're, per, you're 100% right, Jeffy. If I have a UCC and live in Canada, do I need a PPS, PPSA as well? Absolutely, because that puts it right on the front line for the Canadian government, the Canadian attorneys, the CRA, everybody. They will, The first thing they're going to see is that PPSA. And also, in the PPSA, the people mention, give, give the receipt number of their UCC lien. Now, you can't do that right now, but that's not 100% necessary. But that's also to, because you, you want to put that on there if you have a UCC lien because it, it shows them that there's a couple powerful liens on this. But as long as you get your PPSA done in priority position and you're the first one and we will do it for 125% of your assets, which is 100% legal, um, there's no place for them to go. Your vehicles are going to be, are going to be leaned and, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll have a lien against them. It's, now, vehicles is a different story. Let me mention that. We've got the vehicle lien uh, where you put a lien on your vehicle from your trust one or two, whichever it is, I think. Um, I think it's your trust one. Yeah, it is. And also the um, uh, lien removal. You, you, you fill that out. You take it to the DMV, whether you're in the U.S. or Canada. If they've got a special form for you to fill out. You tell them you want to fill that out, but this here, our form is also signed by the, uh, the trustee of the trust that gave you the loan for whatever amount you put on there as a lien. And guys, you, um, you make sure that you get, or try your best to get ours put in there as well, or at least make sure that if they've got separate paperwork, most of them don't, but if a province has, or a state has special paperwork, you make sure that they get put on there that your trust one is the primary lien holder for X number of dollars, okay? I missed the last 10 minutes. If you already have a UCC one lien filed in your state with the secretary, do you have to file it in the county also? No, if you've got it filed in the state, that's fine. You should have put the county. they, They know where you live. They know the county you live in, okay? Okay, Wealth Coaches, we now have success opening BMO accounts with a senior territory manager should be able to open trust and LLC accounts seamlessly going forward. Good job, guys, good job. Um, but all, you know, in addition to that, if you if you don't want to get involved with a senior territory manager, just tell to take the living trust documents. We've had a lot of people that have done this already in the last couple months. You, you take the documents in, you show them to them. It is domiciled in Canada. How do you want me to fill out and sign? Let me sign the I the W eight. You mark the boxes you want, Mr. Banker. You're the expert, not me. And uh, but either way, whichever is easiest for you to do. Um, had to fill out w four times now, call them, and ream them out. Their explanation was that they wanted to see if everything matched. How ridiculous. Bankers can – I'm sorry, there's some good bankers out there, I'm told. And I know there's a few good bankers. But they're, in my opinion, they're the, they're the worst of the professionals. Um, and there are a few good ones. Um, you know how much more for a corp instead of LLC. I've heard the corps are running about three fifty. The Indiana LLC runs about um, right around hundred dollars with everything that we do. And then you've got um, for the EIN and, and stuff like that, and for the BIN, the cost for that. So I'm not positive. I'm going to leave that up to Ed Gilmore, and we'll we'll determine what the cost is going to be. But it's going to be a, it's going to be a little bit more. Let's see, Donaldson government sys package. Uh, I'm not sure. Do you want to open a Treasury direct account? Um, yeah, somebody wants to open that. You've got the link right there from Mr. Donaldson. And I don't, I'm not sure what a Treasury direct account is, so I'm not going to get into it and recommend it or anything. But you can take a look at it, and if it's what you like, you can open a Treasury direct account. But it seems that we've got this banking issue whipped with the with the Canadian corporations, the BIN, and the um, the fact that the trust is now domiciled out of Canada. The more I get to know Donaldson, the less I like what he does. Oh, who said that? I don't know Mr. Donaldson very well, but it makes sense to me. People can look at it and, and go from there. Um, let's see. What else we got here? Donaldson. Did the same thing? Yeah, it looks like it. Guest 37, BMO Harris Bank is a Canadian-owned bank that is all over the U.S. Now, they sure are. Um, I see BMO signs everywhere I go. are very cooperative when opening trust and LLC accounts in the U.S. To start a directory account, things are changing, language is evolving. Can I use – yeah, but here's the point, Mr. Donaldson. The point is, if you open a, a treasury direct account and you're still a citizen of the government, you're, you're going to be the owner in some way, shape, or form of that account. And if you're not, shame on you for giving up ownership. So they can still get it. They can do the blind, uh, uh, the uh, the bail-ins. They can do the uh, citizen confiscation of your assets in the account. They can go after it. Believe me, I know know asset protection, my friend. They can still get it in a Treasury Direct account. The key is to open the account in the name of the trust or in the name of the uh, uh, corporation that is owned by the trust, not owned by you, or the LLC that is owned by the trust, not owned by you. So this is, that's the key, guys, to protecting your assets in these ever-changing times we're in. And it's nothing more than government robbery. And, and there's no one country that is any worse or any better than the others. They're all bankrupt. They're all broke. The, uh, the Internet, International Monetary Fund is pressuring these countries to, to get more dollars and, and uh, send a certain amount of it to the International Monetary Fund. And um, so you've got to get yourself out of that citizenry um, title, okay, uh, out of the title of a citizen. That's what's going to kill you. And uh, and you can't complain about it. Well, you know, I've been listening to Mike's calls, and, well, uh, we'll listen another week before, I, maybe before, I, and then all of a sudden, your bank account gets hit, or your savings account gets hit, or your investment account gets hit, or your life insurance cash values gets hit, or your annuity gets hit. Don't come crying to me because you procrastinated. Guys, this is a program that every one of you needs now. Even though we've had a lot of people that have started the pre-RV program, and many of them have started, they said, Mike, you're right. We need the protection. And they've scrambled to put the money together and transferred it from a pre-RV program and started their whole program where they are um, 100% protected. The pre-RV gives no protection. Its only purpose is to... Have a bank account available to you at the moment the RV happens, or at the moment your your particular investment funds. Okay, and um, we've already had one fund about two weeks ago, and the person did have a pre-RV, and it worked smooth as silk. They immediately paid for the program, uh, set up their bank accounts, and the money from their from their um, funding from the funding of their program was was put right into the uh, full program now. Okay, so if you've got the money, don't get the free RV. You know, don't be trying to cheat the system. Cheaters never win. They they end up getting clobbered sooner or later. If you've got the money, we need the protection, guys. Um, And it's not for my benefit. I'm telling you this. It's for yours. Um, So we're going from there. Um, Things are changing languages about me. Yeah, I understand that. Um, Can I use the existing LLC even if I am renting a home? Yeah, you can. It's not just for just for the um value in your in a home uh it's for all your assets it's for the value in any if you've got if you've got currency if you've got another uh, investment if you've got life insurance cash value if you've got um your home furnishings you've got uh, maybe you've got a little gold or a little silver maybe you've got some gems maybe you've got this or that it doesn't matter you got some equity in your vehicle this protects everything you do have doesn't have to be not necessarily um equity in a home okay um let's see what we have next year. We have an execute okay. Will this new Canadian program be set up for those who already have your program? I have your program since two thousand six. Wow, you're one of the older ones I've heard from in a long time. Um, do me a favor um. Send me an email, MPG Protect. <laughs> I've got to know who you are. If you don't feel feel um, like having a, your name out, if, you want, if it doesn't bother you, fine, go ahead and type your name in. But that's amazing. Congratulations and thank you. You're one of our earlier clients. It's been nine years. That's right when we got started. Goodness gracious. Um, Canadian program set up for those who already. Yeah, no, no, it's, you're already set up. The only thing you might want to do is if you need another. Entity for a purpose, and you live in Canada. Don't start another LLC, as we had always recommended, and we still recommend for those in the U.S. But start a Canadian corporation instead of an LLC. It uh, it'll take care of your needs very well. It'll, it'll it it um, just the the reason we set up the LLC was to put your um, assets in a more favorable position that people understood in the U.S. Well, that's why we're that's why we're making a transition in Canada to Canadian uh, corporations. Okay. Um, let's see if I have a. Um, if we have an STS program, should paychecks be direct deposited going to trust, non interest bearing checking account? We pay bills, et cetera, from here. Yeah, you can put it, you can have checks deposited because you're going to do the assignment of income as well. And that's one of my talking points is going to be about next week assignment of income. Uh, it's very powerful, and, and very few people really understand it. It's very simple, and once you hear it again next week, you will understand it, and you will jump to get everything done if you don't have it done already. Okay, locks up all your money, um, all your all your uh, income sources. Um, yeah, you can you can direct deposit them in there. If the bank gives you a hassle about it and says no, this check came in your name, so it has to go into your account. They really don't know what they're talking about. Because a check made out to an individual can be placed, can be notarized and put into a a trust account. Um, But a a check made out to a trust or a corporation can't be put in your personal account. That was explained to me by several, over the years I've heard several people mention that it's one of the benefits of a trust. So if some banker, though, would give you a hassle, don't argue with them. Just um, go ahead, set up your trust account, set up your um LLC or your or your Canadian Corporation account and um assign assign you know part of your income, whatever however much you want, not hundred percent though, uh to the trust and um uh or the LLC or the Canadian corporation and um go a month and a half or so and then go then contact the company and say, hey I want to change to be deposited into this um account number, don't give them the name of the account, the trust name or whatever into this account number. just give them the account number and if they need it the um in in the u s it's the um oh uh, God what is that um, the number that goes along that identifies the bank the bank and the account number um can't think of it right now, anyway, you know what I mean and uh, uh you can have a direct deposit in it. can you explain? What function an FLP has? What is an FLP? And I apologize, I don't know what an FLP is. Oh, family limited partnership, right? Um, it's statutory, has no real value. It can be sued, and everything in it can be taken out. It's just like, it's just like a limited partnership. As a matter of fact, I was in L.A. once, quite some time ago, and and I was sitting with one of our clients, and an attorney had badmouthed our program, and and. Uh, uh, so she said, "Would you mind if Mike came into your office with me and talk and he said, "Well, what we're gonna do is is set up Mrs. Jones with a a, a family limited partnership I said, hold a hold on there's partnerships and there are uh limited partnerships you guys you attorneys you you put a name family on it to make it sound nice, warm, and fuzzy, but it really has no other no other um Nothing else it can't do that a regular limited partnership can't do if it's set up properly, right? Well, that's right. And plus that, you try to uh, add a little more to the a little more to the price because you got three names, family limited partnership, partnership instead of just limited partnership. So it's just a statutory entity. Um, I would never have one because it is statutory, and, and everything in it is available online to see what's in there. And, and guys, you, it can be you can lose everything in it. Yes, five, Michael, what is the purpose of Trust One owning our personal residence instead of a new LLC established for the purposes of owning real estate? Okay, first of all, um, we tell you not to do it. Most states today, the only reason we didn't do that earlier, we were concerned about um, homestead rights, homestead uh, benefits, okay? And um, if, if you put it into an LLC, you lose them. If you, in, in most states now... Uh, the overwhelming majority of them I don't know if there's any left that don't do this but in most states as long as you're the beneficiary and you're the 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 uh, trustee of the trust they will continue the uh, homestead benefits for the trust okay and if it owns the house that's the primary reason okay and secondly the trust is very private it's not recorded anywhere where a limited or where an LLC is his um, um, Available to public scrutiny. I can go on the on the on the internet and look up any LLC or corporation I want to look up. Corporation in Canada, corporation in the U.S. doesn't matter. But that's the major reason we want to put it in now. We've added to that, and and it would be the same thing in Canada. Be concerned about about um, uh, your your um, homestead exemptions. Okay, make sure that you've got. In the trust, you've still got homestead exemptions. I remember I asked Ed about that question, but I think he bounced he bounced out of the booth and bounced around a little bit, and then he bounced back into the booth. And I don't remember if I got the uh, – you know, I, I make fun of Ed, but he's he's a dear friend. I really like him. He's like Dr. Cal. Um, couple of, he's not like Dr. Cal, but two very unique people in my life, and I really appreciate both of them. has Ed, Ed has really done a lot to help the Canadian get this thing. You guys are getting – you guys are getting slaughtered by the, by the CRA worse than the IRS. And Ed has admitted that. He said they've got just more control over the people and their assets and blah, blah, blah. Well, by taking the control out of their hands and putting it into the hands of your trust up there in Canada, you're making huge steps that they can't counter. Okay? So if you're sitting there and you're on the fence, well, should I start my program? Should sure, no, I don't know if I need it right now, maybe in a month. Guys, go ahead. You're, you're not going to win that game. Something will happen, and um, you're not going to win. Why even take a chance? Why even take a chance? Protect yourself. Protect your family. Protect your business. Protect protect your profession, whatever it is. Protect it. Okay. Get all the creditors. Get all the attorneys. Get all the CRA. All the government agencies with bail-ins and and citizen confiscation. Get that behind you so that they can't have, they can't touch you anymore. Email me. And mp- protect. And ask for a, um, ask for a, um, ask for an application. Get your program started. Can you explain? Okay, that's it, Michael. What is the purpose of Trust One owning our personal residence? Got that one. Obama signed the NDAA Act that would make him an instant dictator. He already is a dictator, my friend. In case of a national emergency, the bills would be. To the trust, um, you're absolutely right. He is, guys. I wasn't going to say too much about this tonight. I was trying to going to try and stay somewhat uh, not political tonight. But let me tell you something. And even if you voted for Obama, there is no reason in the world you should have any respect for that man at this time. I gave him all the respect in the world when he got elected, but he has he has sold us down the river with this Iranian treaty. Um he has um, he's really given us the uh, the shaft and that and a couple other things that have just recently happened. He has uh he's really clobbered us, okay? Um so anyway, the um well let's just see. Thirty-eight. Yes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. I had to put the uh, get a new battery taken care of here. All right. So where was I? Let me see here. Lots of noise from the phone. Um, let me go back up and catch some of these questions. Uh, normally, when you ask to have your paycheck direct deposited into your trust account, they won't ask you for the same on the checking account. Okay. I don't know what's going on with this phone. I don't know if the battery is getting low or what, but if it is, don't worry about it. I will. If I do lose you, I will call right back, and uh, I'll plug it in and call right back. All right, routing numbers. That's what I was looking for. Okay. Um, here's a question. Does a money order have to be backed by funds? Now, as far as I know, you can't get a money order without paying for it. Um, I'm not going to get into the issue of banking, and, and I know there's been some things happened um, my people end up in jail. Okay, hold on, let me get back here where I was. Okay. Transfer liability, you're off topic. Okay, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna get into Obama. Okay. I hope we make it through sixteen. That's all I have to and I mean that very seriously. My people end up in jail using the direct account. Um, isn't it just an implied I don't know what a what a direct account is. I never looked into them. I just I just use what I know is normal for our people. Corps in Canada 415 is a numbered corp. Nada is only administrative directive. Okay. Um, well, a non-citizen can't claim insurrection and rebellion pursuant to the Fourteenth Amendment. Well, no, but you've got more protection the way it is, um, according to the Fourth, Fifth, and Fourteenth Amendments of the Constitution. I only said that, Don, because there are many aspects to be aware of, and your links, though helpful, may create more listeners to learn, uh, for listeners to learn. Guys, what we do is try to keep it very simple in an everyday uh, mode. That's the way 99% of the people live, okay? We just want you to have your assets protected with this program, the same program by the Rockefellers, the Kennedys, the DuPonts, the Morgans, they all have... What I've shared with you, the, and that's where I got it from. I didn't create this program. I only uncovered what the super wealthy use. Okay, that's all I've done with this. So it's um, it's not a program. It's not a program for sophistication. Although we've got clients that are worth well over a hundred million, and we have um, we we can get just as sophisticated as you want to get. But it's not for everybody. Just like learning about the the ways, well, I'm not going to get into that. Be forewarned. You cannot write checks on a Treasury Department account. Treasury direct account. The comptroller of currency will come after you via the DOJ criminally. I'm just just excited. Citizenship is not a subject of the call. Money orders on TV. Okay. Michael is a great, okay. Uh, Here's a question. Does a money order have to be backed by funds? Basically, not if it's a, you know, our funds are from the Federal Reserve. But for somebody that had a, had a question about that, um, hold on, guys. I'm going to call in here again. I'm, hold on. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to call right back in, and I'll be right back here.
0: Welcome to, please enter the call ID followed by the password. TalkShoe, please enter the call ID, followed by the pound key. Enter your PIN, followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member... Enter your PIN, followed by the pound key. If you are not a TalkShoe member, press 1, then...
1: My friend, for some reason I cannot get through with them in another line here. So, um, anyway, well, I'll just keep going. If the phone does die out, then you can just let me know. Um, before you can write checks, okay. Uh, here's a question Does the money run? okay? Mr. Please stay with the subject. Hey, Mike, Lisa from Winnipeg. Has your program
0: okay,
1: Lisa? <laughs> so will the new program be in addition. Uh, yeah, it'll be, yeah, the new program, you're going to just add on to what you've got if, if you want a, um, a Canadian corporation or whatever. Your program is still the uh, the solid part of it, okay? Um, normally, when you ask to have a paycheck direct deposit into your trust account, they won't ask you for the same on the checking account. Okay, good. Routing number, that's it, routing numbers. Um, what we are here? When we get a Canadian corporation, do we open a bank account in the corporation name having Trust One as the owner? Um, Yes. Yep. Trust One is the shareholder, but you would be the president, vice president, secretary, treasurer, whatever you want. But you will open it in the corporation, corporate name, and uh, Trust One is just the shareholder. Nobody even knows about Trust One. Okay, You don't have to tell who the shareholders are when you open a bank account. How will this work for Canadians, the LLC? Do we have to pay extra for that? No, the LLC does not turn into a corporation. On the new programs, once we get it set up, the um, just and it'll be just like the, the US people that have to get another second or third or fourth LLC because of business and You never need another one, just one. If need another one for some reason, you want to transfer your, your um,